Hey, this is Jonathan, and welcome to Your People First, the podcast that showcases HR and reward best practices. I'm delighted to have you here, and now it's time to put your people first. This podcast is brought to you by Buddy, an HR and payroll software. Welcome to another show of Your People First. Um, today we have with us our guest Karen, CEO of FHRD. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for having me, Jonathan. You're welcome. So, um, Karen, in, in your role uh, um, in FHRD, FHRD obviously represents the HR um, Association in Malta. Can you maybe tell us a bit more about your role in FHRD and what FHRD does in the local scene? Okay. So FHRD is the Foundation for Human Resources Development in Malta. It's the only foundation that represents the HR community. It was set up in 1990 to spearhead the evolution of people management and development practices, as well as the human resources profession in Malta. We work in partnership with our corporate members, the professional conglomerate of HR practitioners and service providers, leaders of the industry, and other key local players in in the field of human resources management and development. So it's something very big. We are a very small group of HRD. Um, We are a very small team. As a HRD, obviously, it's it's quite a mouthful in terms of what you do from from what I understand it's probably a lot of lobbying a lot of talking with people a lot of getting connections with people that's right that's right so we primarily we uh, we have a very strong partnership with our members of course we have over 200 members um, from the from the Maltese islands um, we represent corporations and we have also individual members but mostly we have company who are companies who are members of FHRD being a member of FHRD entitles you to certain benefits and certain an amount of assistance from our end. We are planning also on introducing new, um, new developments next year for our members. Apart from that, we have our accredited uh, programs, Level 5 award programs. Next year, we'll be having Training the Trainer, a very popular course which we can also tailor-make specifically for a particular organization. So we have the standard intake, the early intake. However, we can have the training specifically for an organization. So uh, when an organization has a very particular product to sell and they require very specific training to their members, we are, ideally they hold the, the sessions just for them, for the group of people, and the course um, is tailor-made to their needs. So, so effectively you're making sure that an organization that is a member is providing continuous development opportunities to their employees, yes, their employees. that's right, that's right. We will also have the HR management and training, which is another very popular level five accredited course. This year we have introduced the practical applications of the Maltese employment law, which was extremely interesting. We have received very good feedback. So during the lectures, um, our trainers, they literally discussed actual cases happening on the island and they were discussed with students. And I think that's quite an eye-opener. I think, yes. I mean, in, in payroll, we deal with a lot of companies which don't really understand payroll. So I assume it's the same environment that's right. in, in HR. So we get people which don't know they have to pay 
on double on a Sunday. So it, it's obviously you're, you're, you're encountering all the issues that people That's right. um, get out on the floor. So um, are, are you seeing that uh, members and companies are engaging more to try to make sure that they are more in line with, with local regulations? Yes, yes. We saw um, a very big interest in this program and even the students were very much participant during the lectures. They asked a lot of questions and yes, so I think uh, organizations are looking into making sure that their employees are up to date with, with what's happening. And sometimes even when you're in a role for a number of years, it's not that, but you need to update kind of. We become a little bit trusty, which is, is very it's normal. normal. It's yes. normal. I mean, I mean, laws and regulations change anyway. That's so, right. That's um, right. We have... Sometimes you encounter someone and tell you, I've been doing this for 30 years. Yes, but if yes. you're doing the same thing for 30 years, things have changed and moved on. Right. So yes, you, right. need, you need to make sure that, that you remain relevant. Maybe on the same line, something else that, that you offer as FHRD, obviously we're just mentioning um, law and making sure that someone's in line. Um, in parallel with that, you have the quality mark, which, right. which I think it kind of stands up as a layer on top That's right. of, of pro- probably everything else that you do. Um, exactly. uh, how long have, has this program been running and, and what's the uptake? So the HR Quality Mark is a standard developed by FHRD um, that recognizes organizations for their effective HR practices. It was launched in 2019. We had the first intake in 2020. We just completed the fourth intake and 15 more organizations have achieved this standard. As of now, there are 36 organizations in Malta that have this certification, which is very important. And um, side note, I mean, these 15 organizations will receive the certification of this award during the annual conference, which we will speak about later on. So the HR Quality Mark, it assesses organizations in seven particular sections, and I can mention them. They are the HR policies and practices, number one then recruitment, selection, and talent management, compensation benefits and total rewards, employment and industrial relations, performance management, HR information systems, and people training and development. So it's it's actually quite a comprehensive set. Yes, yes. I I would assume that most companies that go for this kind of qualification are a bit on the... Not so micro side, I would assume, more medium to large, or do you have a mix of... We have a mix, to be honest. We have a mix. It generated interest between different companies, um, public and private as well. And no, it wasn't just medium to large. We had even small organizations. That's that's quite interesting, because when you mention all all of those things, a lot of companies have no idea what really performance reviews are, it's what true. performance practices are. So they're just hiring people, letting them do their job. So yes, yes, it's, yes, it's yes, kind yes. of giving organizations the foresight and structure to um, grow. To um, grow, yes, and have good HR practices in, in place, practically. Uh-huh. So that, that's obviously very, very interesting in terms of um, the makeup of it. Have you done maybe any feedback from past members as to how this has affected maybe their longer term retention or um, goals with their own people? So the HR Quality Mark is a certification that remains valid for three years. We're in constant contact with our members and with people who have achieved this uh, the Quality Mark. Um, obviously, those who have achieved it means that they have good HR practices in place and kind of they're doing the right things. 
companies who, who did not manage to get the certification, FHID gives a report. So whether you passed or not, um, you receive a report as an organization. And uh, those who don't pass, they have our suggestions on how they can improve and uh, hopefully reapply again during the next intake. So it's not just a yes or a no. We give a very, very detailed report and following the evaluation, because what happens when people apply, we send two assessors, they spend practically a day at the organization and to go through all the documentation procedures, etc. And we give a very detailed report afterwards. So organizations who don't manage to get the certification will be able to uh, go through our recommendations. And uh, so, yeah. so if effectively, it's a report of how am I doing in my HR? Yes. How can I improve? How do I become better? Better. That's right. So the, the mark is just I've achieved the grade. If, yes, if not, yes. I'm being given homework. Exactly. To go back and maybe reset, exactly. let's call it that, that's um, right. next time around. No, that's, right. that's, that's, that's very, very interesting. Um, I'll, I'll probably jump to something that you have um, coming up. So I know that you have an annual conference. It's, yes. It's something that has been going on for quite a while. Yes, quite a um, number of years, yes. And, and obviously it attracts, I think, the top HR talent on the island, and that's you also get some names um, from abroad That's right. for, for the session. So uh, maybe can you tell us a bit about the upcoming event and maybe yes. anyone that's interested in learning more about it? Yes. Um, so the annual HR conference will be held on the 21st of October at the Hilton Conference Center. The overall theme this year is revitalizing HR, leveraging employer branding. And in a nutshell, the conference will tackle how companies are projecting themselves to attract the right talent. We all know that at the moment there is there are a lot of HR issues. It's not just in Malta; it's worldwide. And this conference will help us understand um, how employers are projecting themselves and how we can do a better job, practically. Yes, I think that the employment market has definitely changed a lot over the last few years and has become more of the employee choosing. So that's right. As an employer, having a brand that stands out and makes employees want to work for you is definitely something yes. that people are looking for that's right, that's right. If, if i speak from personal experience we actually had employees who um, they are with us today because they had touched our brand before so it was their brand experience coming with us and when seeing an that's application with a company yes. that they know they obviously feel safer to make that yes. that connection yes that's very important so if if someone is, is listening to the podcast and they're interested in attending the uh, conference what do they have to do to attend? So, um, to attend the conference, you need to register. Um, you need to go to uh, fhrd.org slash 2022conf and you register. We, uh, we already have uh, over 500 delegates registered for the conference, over 27 exhibitors. So, and we still have a couple of days to go, so uh, it will be more, more actually more. Um, we will have uh, uh, six workshops the delegates can choose from, and the speakers come from the local market and the foreign market as well. Um, we'll have the panel discussion, which will focus primarily on good HR practices. We will have three of the speakers will be HR quality mark achievers, and we will discuss good HR practices and organizations. We'll have a masterclass as well, which 
It's um, going to be extremely interesting and for keynote speakers. We will have the keynotes from TribeWed, Microsoft, International, Coca-Cola, and Santos. It looks like a big lineup for yes, a big yes, event. So yes. for any HR managers that are listening in must, and have yes. an opportunity, it definitely right. looks like like a must must attend. Yes. Um, maybe more into the day-to-day of FHRD. So if I was a small company or an HR manager just looking to start out, um, what, what's my journey with FHRD? How do I connect with you? So... Um, to connect with us, you can just contact us via phone, email, and we set up a meeting and discuss. If you are an HR professional and you want to become a member of FHRD on an individual basis, that is something you can do. We also encounter people who contact us who are just starting their journey um, in HR, and they would want us to guide them to, as to which courses they can apply for to get to know the HR world better. And we all obviously suggest um, the courses we offer and, and plan accordingly. As I mentioned before, we have our in-house accredited courses. And we are also the authorized promoter for the University of Leicester. Um, over 70% of the HR professionals in Malta have graduated with the University of Leicester. They offer diplomas, degrees, masters and PhDs. So... We will be able to guide them accordingly depending on the level they're at and what they're looking to achieve in the near future practically. I think probably that's something that's important even for organizations to understand where yes. the direction they want to go because HR, although it's, it's HR, there are obviously different of aspects course. of HR where one can, can specialize. Yeah, exactly. So in, in terms of obviously the, the organizations, how, how would an organization, um, maybe obviously have around 200 um, plus members at the moment. Yes. Obviously, the Maltese market has much more companies of than course, that. Of course, of course. Um, what maybe are, what are these companies that are not members maybe missing out on and why should they look to be part of FHRD? So being, part, being a member of FHRD has several benefits and apart from our support and they have uh, special prices to attend the conference, for example, to attend the seminars we organize during the year. We organize also specific networking sessions just for our members, whereby they can interact with each other and, uh, and discuss whatever they're going through at the moment. As I mentioned briefly before, um, we are also looking into enhancing our membership program next year, and I'll have more details about it as in the coming months. What we have done, something which is very new, um, we have launched our new website and we have introduced the blogs in our new website and we're giving the content of the blogs to our members, so just so exclusively for them. So effectively, you're getting a peer learning mechanism through yes. your own platform. That's right. Uh, and, and I think that's probably very important because we tend to sometimes either think that we know everything or that no one has the same problems. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if we get people, our people sharing our own challenges and issues, then obviously we can yes, all learn yes. from each other. That's right. And uh, it is also a way um, for them to, to, uh, to explain what they do. Obviously, the, the blog is not an advertising portal, you know. No. Um, so uh, they will write articles on, on 
what they specialize in. Eventually, the blog will lead to their website. But it was our intention to have the blog as kind of uh, um, a portal whereby our members um, can expose, um, can expose, where our members can showcase what they do and uh, their expertise. Practically, the people out there would get to know what they do and who they are. No, I think I think that's always an, an important way. So you're using technically your own people to gain yes. exposure for your company. Yes. And I think it's something sometimes as HR, maybe in marketing teams, that thing doesn't really go well no. together. We tend to leave the marketing to the marketing guys, let yeah. the HR deal with the people and the problems. Exactly, exactly. And, but and it's I, important they work together. Exactly. And I I think probably it's, it's important because sometimes we think the HR is there just to solve our problems. Yes. Um, but my understanding is that obviously when you're teaching HR, you're more looking towards the continuous of development course. of people. That's and, right. And sometimes I think we forget the HR persons themselves in that process. <laughs> sometimes, yes. But it's very important, yes, what you're saying, that they have to work together in all to, to achieve the best results. It's not just a department on its own and it's just one big circle kind of. They, they need to work together. And I think COVID um, has emphasized the importance of, of HR in a way because... Uh, that's that's it, a very interesting angle because I think before maybe HR used to be someone watching over, making sure everyone is on yes, their desk and yes, working. Yes. When now it's all about, I need to make sure that my employees are engaged back at home. That's right, yes. Because I have, I know I can, I think I have productivity in the office. I think I have it. I might yes. not. Yes. But at home, sometimes we tend to feel like, I don't know what's going on. Yes. yes, yes. So, so maybe did you have any feedback from maybe your members around that period? And maybe I think you had to probably adjust your content around that as well. Yes, we did have feedback, yes. They did make contact with us to tell us that um, they're encountering some issues. You know, COVID was a shock for all of us. Let's face it, no one was 100% prepared. Um, it took if, us by separate. If, if anyone was, I'd like to know. Yeah, I don't think anyone was. But, um, and I think that is why COVID and the new scenarios it brought with it um, put HR in the forefront, you know. Whereas, as, as you were saying before, they were, yes, kind of, sidelined maybe in certain areas COVID have put them literally um, pole position or however you can say it because the role of the HR person has become even more important nowadays uh, and I think some and obviously we have different types of organizations and most that right. do different things um, but we do see that some companies have much more um, turnover of stuff than others so obviously the role of the HR person becomes much more important. Maybe I'll link this to um, a seminar that you have coming up soon. Part of being an HR manager is obviously understanding um, the people around you, the people you're working with, to, making, to make sure they're obviously feeling at home, comfortable and maximizing um, what they do. Maybe can you tell us a little bit about your upcoming seminar and how yes. that links? Yes, of course. So we're organizing a seminar on the 23rd and 24th of November. Um, at our training room in Tinier, the, the seminar is leading and motivating with emotional intelligence. It is a certification program, so delegates will get a certificate afterwards and they will be able even to teach and to train their people to lead and motivate with emotional intelligence. 
I've already received a very good response. We had a taste session recently. The speaker, who is coming from France, um, organized an online session so that people will understand what the program is all about. We have a liberal rate ongoing at the moment. And... Uh, yeah, but and, and, and emotional intelligence, I think it's, it's particularly important because sometimes we put the HR manager to fill the emotional intelligence that maybe doesn't exist by other senior management. It's true. Because like, I ruined the reputation, put the HR manager, let them fix it. Yes. So probably it's something that needs to come across the organization. So, across, yes, so yes, you would hope that the people that learn this are able to spread this wide. Of course, in their respective organizations, yes, definitely. And, and I think the more, obviously, now we have the millennials and uh, obviously the Gen Zs, and I think emotional intelligence helps us connect with these people more, which maybe older generations were used to, you know, more face-to-face contact, like exactly. we, we're doing this podcast yes, now, yes. Uh, whereas today most things are done online via Zoom, via chat, yes, so we yes, don't yes. actually communicate. So um, it's obviously a tricky part of how does the HR manager build that connection right. without maybe the physical part Yes, of, of the contact. contact. That's right. Karen, thank you for being on our show today. Um, maybe one last comment on maybe someone that's starting in HR. How do they start their journey with um, FHRD? Okay. Um, first of all, thank you again for having me, Jonathan. Um, so a person who's starting in HR, it would be a good starting point, yes, to speak to us and maybe we can guide them on the courses they can do whether they're level five accredited programs, attending our seminars, or maybe doing a master's or, or a diploma in HR. Um, another opportunity would be, yes, to attend a conference and meet the, uh, the HR professionals in Malta. That's the perfect way to network, to meet people, yes, and to discuss common issues and situations they're encountering. It is practically Malta's largest event when it comes to HR, so it's the right place to be. So thank you. Thank you, Karen. I think, yes, if, if someone's listening in, definitely FHRD are a good way to kickstart your journey um, in HR. The conference seems to be the right spot. You might even find an employer there, I believe, um, yes. if, if you network to the right people. So thank you once again. And thank you all for listening. This is um, an episode from Your People First. Until next time, Jonathan. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking to put your people first through HR and payroll software, visit www.body.hr to learn more.